Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, the chip clip finally gets an evolution. No, it doesn't involve any Bluetooth. A familiar yet a new way of interacting with your phone and learn how to look through your peephole without being there. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast, the podcast where we go out and find cool projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am KT Data, one half of the show, and on the other half, you know, not only is he an excellent teacher, an excellent father, he just launches businesses and it's like no biggie for him. The one <laughs> and only deal. Drew Tyler, how are you doing? No big deal, I've been very busy today. I'm good, man, I'm good. Thanks, thanks for having me on again for the 67th episode. <laughs> I, I I can't imagine doing this show without you. You know, like <laughs> no right. The, the one day where you get too big and too famous to do this show, I'm gonna be like, well, <laughs> I'm throwing in the towel. I, I there's just not anything else I can do anymore. It'll <laughs> <laughs> um, never happen. It'll never happen. I'll uh, never be too big. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. You like for this whole week, I've been like, where's Drew? I haven't played video games with him. He hasn't been that chatty in the. Our, our back channel for the little big cast. I just don't know where it's been. You're just doing I, great things while I've been sitting here. <laughs> I've been working hard. I've been working hard for my time. I'm, um, yeah, busy. Yeah, on there. And so I, I just wanted to show people things because um, today, you know, both of us got our Frank Better stuff. Yes. For um, uh, which, what, which one is it now? He has so many. I think the fifth one. Yeah, for his fifth one. So we got that, and I also got our uh, Geek of the Week cards from Len Peralta for Season 5. I have my Season 1 on there, too. And I thought this was cool. Um, this is probably the lamest thing ever, but if you look, look who's at the top of that card. Oh, ooh, if, uh, if the camera will focus. Yeah, look at that. Uh, Middle column, right at the top. Big cast podcast. I, I nice. like how I take up most of the room on the card too. Nice, that means you're doing it right, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I That's stick out on there, but um, these look awesome, Len. I don't. You probably don't watch the show, but these look amazingly cool on there, so you can see all those. So go check out Geek a Week, and you can see these really cool trading cards and. There's a podcast that goes with them too, because that's the part of the spiel too. Is if you make if you get made a card, you also get featured on a podcast episode where he interviews you. So that's kind of cool. That is very cool. All right. So, um, if you guys are first time watching the show, first of all, welcome. Um, before we go into our projects of the night, we have some news items to cover on there. And one of the things we like to do sometimes is to give you tips on what to do when you are running a crowdfunding project. And I actually like this, and I think. Um, you're a big fan of this too, Drew. Yes, yes. So um, one thing that people tend not to think about is what am I going to do after the project has been fa- funded on there? And um, so the Indiegogo actually posted up a uh, blog post on what you should do, and it is called Tell Your Story, Product Development Updates. I'm not going to lie, one of the my biggest pet peeves is when these projects, they get all this money and stuff, and then they just go silent. Right, that's so hard. Silent on there. Um, and what this article kind of breaks down is giving you ideas on what you can do um, to keep your fans updated. And they also mentioned this. I like this. The community wants to hear about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I know a lot of projects tend to only want to talk about the good, um, but you know, I, I think it brings a more human side out of projects if you do start talking about 
it, you, it does. You know, your setbacks and, and things. If you think about it, a lot of a lot of businesses that now are are trend, you know, kind of trending towards this crowdfunding idea, they have this PR mindset where somebody's trying to control the image and, and the brand, and so the again, only the good. We can only tell them all these great successes and have these great spins and angles. But I think that's the beauty of crowdfunding and the stuff that that we cover. We want to we're backing it because we want you to be successful, but we want to also hear about the struggles and the the good, the bad, and the ugly. So this is great. On there and yeah, and one of the most important things is I, I think people forget is the way you document it. Don't just write text down. People like seeing videos, pictures, you know, just little personal touches like that. So give them a little bit of eye candy. It could just be a screenshot of a CAD drawing, or you know, if you get your first production model and you find something wrong with it, you know, it's like oh, there's a crack right here. We got to make sure they fix that in the run. Just take a quick snapshot of that and post that up and say, hey, here's our production. You know what we're doing give you an idea we're still working on it and we didn't just run off with your money uh, right well something that's been doing this really well lately is pebble time because they've done a fantastic job of just almost it's been just the right amount like it's not quite weekly but it's enough that every 10 days or so i get an update that just says hey we just have this new app and here's a highlight of, a, of somebody that's used our api to make an app for the the upcoming pebble and we're still on track for shipping for this and it just it's perfect little updates that, that keep us going, and they're not all glowy and beautiful. Like, hey, we're gonna change the world; it's the next big thing. Every every little update is is just like a snapshot of what's going on. Love yeah. it. On there. Oh, and speaking of Pebble Time, um, Business Insider decided to do an article on the most successful Kickstarter projects of all time, and they kind of went back to see where some of these projects are. So I, you know, I, I thought it would be fun to kind of go back and look at this because we've talked about some of these. We've talked about many um, of these. And you've probably heard about many of these, like Reading Rainbow. They raised mm-hmm. $5 million on there. Um, and right now, so if you go today, there's a Reading Rainbow app now and it comes with a subscription package, 50 bucks a year or mm-hmm. $10 a month. You can actually get access to a library of children's books. And the, the way they describe it is kind of like a Netflix Oh, it totally is. I, I I got it for my kids. We we paid the uh, fifty bucks for I think it was for a year. We might have done six months, thirty bucks for six months or something. But it's exactly like that. You have a, you have a backpack and you can check out books to your backpack. But you can scroll through hundreds of books, click on the the five or so that you want. They come to, basically that's what downloads to your machine, and then it'll read to you or you can read it and swipe pages. Um, and they put in these cute little animations. And so on all these like classic kids books that you would read in the library. They have little sparkles in certain places on the page. My girls would love to just listen to the story and then find all the sparkles that they could tap and, you know, different parts of the page would, you know, like dogs would dance or whatever that story was would just animate just, just a little bit. But re- great reading, uh, fantastic stories. It was, it was the perfect port of the Reading Rainbow show to an app. So very well done. That, that's awesome on there. Um, some of the other projects, of Ver- Veronica Mars project, everybody remembered when that came back. Raised like five million, you know, more than five yeah, million. Ra- raised almost six million. Yeah, on there. Um, and you know, it ended up premiering, made three three million dollars gross on there. Um, and then, you know, it went fairly smoothly except for the digital distribution. <laughs> that kind of that's people true. Off. Um, that's they, true. They ran into some issues on how they were going to distribute it, but. You know, I think everybody else, or in the end, everybody got a copy of it, or they got their money back from there. So this is interesting. They actually wrote this as like you know, gross three and a half million worldwide. None of which made it back to Kickstarter backers. It should be noted. And I'm thinking, what does that matter? It 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 shouldn't because keep in mind the movie studio uh, was it Warner Brothers? I think they they uh, yeah. they foot a, a majority of the bill too. The only, the reason I think they forget the whole reason of having the Veronica Mars Kickstarter 
was to prove to Warner Brothers saying, hey, there is an audience out there. There's an audience. And they want a movie. So um, when the Kickstarter was successful, Warner Brothers was like, all right, you do have an audience. We'll make, we'll, you know, we'll help foot the bill, the rest of the bill because making a movie like that ain't cheap. Right, right. And, and I, I just find it funny that they would actually put that in their article, none of which made it back. It's not supposed to make it back. It's not an investment. We're here to support. <laughs> yeah, anyway. we're here to support an idea. We've talked about that enough. Um, and then this is another big one. Neil Young's Pono music player oh yeah we did talk about pono didn't Um, we i I was a skeptical person and apparently i was right (laughs) because um they you know they were they raised six million dollars on there um but it really didn't catch on people you know i i have never i've seen a pono player in real life but it was at ces so it's really not real life because ces is its own different world right right it's not real life (laughs) i've never seen anybody use one in public on there, and I, I like how Ars Technica referred to this: a tall, refreshing drink of snake oil. <laughs> like, I, I thought it was a great idea that they brought up, you know, higher music fidelity that people don't know about. But I, you know, I just I was like, there are enough flack players out there already where this was not really something that right. Um, right. got me. But hey, Neil Young, you got a name for it? Another one that I was actually skeptical about, I, um, or was this the one I was skeptical about? No. I was skeptical about Oculus. I think I was excited about the Ouya. Because um, it was one of the early ones, I <laughs> yes. think. The Ouya was way, yes. way beginning. Like, this is three years ago. Yeah, well, the show's been almost three years ago. Well, uh, so they raised about um, eight, eight and a half million dollars on there. Um, but when it got delivered, people were disappointed. And now, unfortunately, there are actually rumors that they're in financial trouble and they're looking for mm. somebody to buy them. Mm. Um, on there. But it seemed like a good idea from the beginning. But I just... You know, I was like, mm, maybe not on there. Okay, so how about on to a little bit more more stories that are a little bit more uh, recent. This recent, one's recent on there. Yeah. So Exploding Kittens almost raised $9 million on there. Um, for a card game? Yes, for a card game. Wow. Um, What's his name? Uh, Oatmeal Guy, Matthew Inman. Mm-hmm. He actually said the game's fully play tested and it's almost ready to ship out to backers in July. So they'll be getting it soon. On there, um, and, and they just barely funded that like two two months ago, so it's like they're right on target. Yeah, they're they're right on target, and you know, hopefully, the it's going to be a fun game, and I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Because did you back it? No, I did not. Oh, there. we'll um, have to find somebody with it and play <laughs> yes. play some on there. And of course, our favorite, which is the third most backed project, Pebble Smartwatch, ten point two million dollars. On my wrist, need I say more? Yep, yep, <laughs> beautiful. Got mine. Um, and then we also have the uh, coolest cooler right now for thirteen million dollars. Um, some of the earlier v- versions have been sent out. Final version is still being mm. tweaked again in July. July seems to be a good month to ship these things out. Um, this is amazing, though. This, this, just as a as a story of Kickstarter, this one came and went, and it was kind of like, eh, that's cool. Whoa. Yeah, we covered it when it didn't succeed. And it didn't succeed, and then it came back, and I don't know, you know, marketing behind it, just the idea, something about it just virulated. It virulated that thing and pushed $13 million. Yeah, amazing. and speaking of our first news story, it did exactly what we're telling. They're posting updates. People know where the project is at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're keeping them updated on there and then last but not least again because pebble had to outdo itself yeah, yeah. at 20 million dollars 20 million on there. um the pebble time smartwatch are they're getting soon shipped in may i've gotten my email saying that make sure you lock down your orders because we're shipping it's, them soon so shipping is coming I will, yep. be, I will be getting a black and white one pretty soon and uh i'll probably I'll be, be replacing i'll probably be replacing this with a pebble time <laughs> I, I was just gonna my 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 eight year old was begging for my my 
original pebble, but I'm, I'll find a good home for it. But yeah, I've got a I've got a black time coming as well. Fancy on there. So those are kind of our quick news on there. Um, I you know I always like taking a look back once in a while because sometimes we talk about these projects and never go back to see what happens to them. So it's great. Um, so speaking of kind of projects that are interesting on there, um, I don't I don't know if you have this problem or not, Drew. You you know. One of my favorite snacks to have are potato chips. I do love a good potato chip on there, but you know it does. It never makes sense to get a potato chip that you know just one of those like mini single serving size bags. I'm like, that's not enough potato chips for me <laughs> on there. But you know, you get the the family size, and I shop at Costco, so the family size it's a is giant like, size. You know, yeah, can yeah. feed a small village. It's a horse. <laughs> it's a horse food bag on there. Um, feed, I, feed bag. Yeah, I can't eat all of that in one sitting. So I always have this problem where I gotta, you know, get a chip clip or something to kind of wrap it up, and logistically it kind of becomes a problem on there. So the bag hero tries to solve this by evolving the chip clip to the newest version. So what you know, what it does is it's, it's they added of, Bluetooth to the chip clip. <laughs> yeah, they added Bluetooth. <laughs> tell you how full your bag is. Yes, always um, <laughs> on there. But this is this is a it's a kind of new system. So it you know most chip clips you you clip it at the front. You this one you clip it actually at the bottom of the bag instead of the top of the bag on there. And what and what that does is actually it's sturdy enough to hold the bag of chips up on there and then when you're done there's a little retractable cable you just wrap it over the top of the um bag that you have so you kind of you know close the bag up and then you can clip it to the other side of the chip clip and it holds it closed using tension so you don't have to worry about um mm-hmm. no uh, sticky ch- stuff no yeah. tape ripping yeah and then there's and supposedly it keeps a lot of air out too so your chips stay fresher and who doesn't like fresh chips nice. <laughs> on there um and w- what's interesting is on one side w- of the chip of the uh, bag hero there's actually a attachment area where you can put in a salsa or dip bowl into it too so you can use that as a uh, two-pronged thing so you could serve in the bag with a bowl attached to it on there so it's all fancy look and um you can the bowl comes with it right it's a little like slide on yeah it's a little slide on bowl and they're actually planning on making a little accessories and stuff what i hope they make is a uh, cup holder on there, so you can put a soda or something in there. Think about that. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah, right. Then you have chips and a drink right there next yeah. to it. That's brilliant. Don't have to worry about it. And I, I really like about this because then I don't have to worry about a separate clip or anything. It's attached to the back. Yeah. <laughs> on there. And I do like how the retractable cable is, so you don't have to worry about it. Because yeah, have, have you ever had like those weird sized bags where you know the clip doesn't work too well and you yep. just hang I got off. the little the pack of the clips that, that like are like hair barrettes that like pinch down and I've got some that are like this big and then the huge ones and like they got the assortment but I only can only find these tiny ones and so I get a giant bag of lays and it's like crunching everything you know you pull it all in together and then just trying to shove this little tiny thing <laughs> this yeah. is a good one. yeah I, I like it and then some of the thing other things is they they've used it to hold up a scrabble bag that's <laughs> genius that's awesome you know just that way you can just reach in and you're not worrying about grabbing too many pieces and stuff. So um, for me, I, I, I think this is, this, this is, this takes you back to the heart of Kickstarter is it's a simple solution. There's no Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or anything in it, but it, yet. you know, it yet. Yeah. And there's, you know, I, I can imagine eventually it evolving and telling me by weight, how many, how many chips I have left. You, awesome. Or even serving size, right? You have eaten one serving size. There's how much, there's how much salt you have in your diet. You have eaten enough to feed an entire family in Africa. You should stop. You should stop. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> on, on there. Um, so, and what is genius about this is a lot of times these are like really early 
fundamental, you know, rudimentary ideas that they haven't refined yet. This one's refined, ready to go. They just need money for tooling and for mass production on there. And that's what I like about it. Um, huh. Is that, you know, the, it's the, I, there's not going to be too many design changes later on on there. And it's, you know, pretty much ready to go. I think he put a video somewhere in the description saying, we're ready to go. We just need our help to do mass produce. And mass produce. Yeah. That seems ideal. So is this a backtracker sack for you, Drew? For me, this is a back. It's a simple, it's a clean idea. And if I had, you know, two or three of these around the house, I could totally see them getting used. Like it's a very functional project for me. Yeah. So I'm in. Yeah, I think I got to remember to back this right after this. He's aiming for $45,000, which is a little much on there. It does seem high. Um, you know, I think if you get the right audience, this will sell like hotcakes on there. Okay. So speaking of uh, Bluetooth and, um, kind of items like that uh, are, making are, things are, work we're, we're going back to the connected in the smart world on there so um drew how about you get kick off what our uh, next project right. is next project project number dose for our show tonight is something we call the free the free make the world your paper so company otm technologies have been working like over a decade to create basically this kind of three-dimensional laser positioning something and they've put it into a pen form so that you can write anywhere. It's an unrestricted high-res input device, right? So it's not like a pen or a pencil. It's an input device. So we've learned to kind of use our fingers to navigate our smartphones and touch screens and things like that. But the pen or pencil, right, has got the detail. You can get so much more fine accuracy with drawing. I have always wanted and probably will continue to always want a Wacom tablet, something other means of inputting for just drawing lines and doing sketches and that kind of thing. I, I would love one of those. A little, little costly and also pretty cumbersome. Like it's not something I'm going to throw in my backpack and run around. This free, F, what is it? Uh, P-H-R-E-E. The free is a simple kind of pen. Looks like a little pen, almost like a construction pencil. It's a big fat like orange pencil. That's that shape. But the idea here is that you can use this this utensil as an input device. So because it has its Bluetooth, you can write on anything. You can write on the dash of your car if you want to take a note while you're at a stop sign or pulled off to the side. You can write on your, your desktop, your counter, and it will input into your tablet or your phone. So whether that's in an app and it works with several apps or it will work with several apps, and I'm sure many, many more will come out, but you can virtually write on just about any space and it's able to with its with its lasering and pinpointing know exactly what you're writing so there are a lot of cool things that are doing this so so the idea basically the idea here is that it's it's like a mouse or your phone but it, but it's a very handy bluetooth uh, pen shape you can do notations and notes and uh, they they show examples of writing um chinese characters and and uh drawing out what are they called those kt <laughs> what are the um emojis emojis drawing your own emojis um, even drawing out the um, chemistry. Oh, the uh, um, chemical structures. Chemical structures, right, where the letters and the lines come together. But there's more. There's actually a lot of stuff in here that they've kind of added because they figured, well, we have this Bluetooth-connected device. What else could we put onto it? And so they've gotten a little space in the window where they can actually you can show um, short text messages and you reply right there with the free so you get a quick short you know quick message shows up on your free and all you have to do is tap reply and then write your reply like hand write your reply and it'll send that text back to somebody 
So the uh, there's there's a lot of these. Uh, oh, do you see the one where the guy's holding it up as a headset? Oh yeah, this I've I've want I've so I've right? seen other like styli do this that aren't aren't even close to this functionality, and I've always wanted one like that. I'm like, why isn't there anybody else doing this? How easy is that to be like? I've already got like I'm connected to my phone already with the Bluetooth, so I can write on things and take notes. And I would much rather handwrite notes. I th- I'm, I'm, I think I'm faster, and I think I could write more shorthand and know what I was talking about. But here, it also if your phone rings, you just pick up the pen. Hey, let me talk to you. Um, well, sketching, drawing. Uh, it's like a mouse. It's I, there's so much stuff to this. So. I don't know. There's 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 a lot of coolness to this one. I really like the form factor. I really like the the look of it. Um, I man, I'm tempted. I'm tempted, even though I have no money. That's that's how that's how much I like the free. The best part is it's free. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is the only negative for me. I was like, I wish it was really free, but okay. Uh, <laughs> they're doing well, right? They launched today. I believe they honestly launched today. Yeah, and they're, and they're halfway, halfway there. Halfway. They're already halfway, halfway there. there. That's great. Um, and then one thing I love about this is the case that it comes with that you have to pay extra for, but the case actually turns into a stand for your phone mm-hmm. on there that you could use. And I love it. And it uses magnets to hold everything up too. So it, it's not like it's c- going to be flimsy. Um, the one thing that I'm a little worried about is that their delivery time is going to be a year from now. Um, so that Which means... Could be- you know, there's still things they're working on. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that could be that could be a, a worrisome thing, but it also kind of shows a little bit of like, hey, we know what we know that this is gonna take a while. We're not gonna promise you something that that you know what I mean. Like, they've got a prototype, they've tested it, they're running the car- campaign, and then they're gonna do some redesign and reworking before they build, manufacture, and ship. So it, it's a little little under a year out, but I I don't know. In some ways, that seems transparent and like a good idea to be like all right we're gonna we're gonna estimate this and, and show you our timeline so while it is a year out um i could wait a year for something like this mm-hmm. and, and i and so I, I looked in the comments they said that the tip on this is actually pretty tough on there so i'm wondering if they're planning on being able to like replace tips and stuff because that's one of the things with the wacom that people don't realize is that getting used to a wacom surface sometimes is different on there because I, I have a Wacom surface and it's a lot smoother than what you expect from pen and paper mm-hmm. um, on there. And depending on like if you get those screen Wacoms, the Cintiqs on there, right. they actually oh, yeah. sell um, a plastic surface and tips that you can do that will actually simulate paper a little bit more than what mm. you'd actually do on there. So I, I, w- I would be interested if, you know, they kind of had that exchangeable tip. So of course, you know, your default one wouldn't have that. But then, if you know, if you're an artist and stuff and you really miss that you know, pen, Could have. pen and paper feel, you can actually switch those out and do that. That's um, pretty cool. I was just reading in some of those comments and, and we missed, there's a headphone jack on the back end, like an actual headphone jack on the back end. Um, and uh, So you can turn any of your headphones pretty much into wireless Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. Yeah, just put that thing <laughs> in your pocket and, and you're set. And then the case, I, I think, actually assists with the charging as well. Not only does it become a stand for your phone, but it actually has a charger. Yeah, part. That's, that's, that's great about it. And yeah, for for me, this is a back. This is, this uh, is a back. I, like, I'm only disappointed that we didn't find this earlier for the super early bird. <laughs> I know, they're already out. Like Today it's done. Yeah, it's so I might have to go in for the super early bird with case. So these guys are doing a fantastic idea. I mean, already 26 comments, and a lot of those are the creators of OTM actually oh, responding yes. I, I love it. They are quick at responding too. Um, 
Like, I think, yeah, they just responded an hour ago. There was this yeah. comment that wasn't there when I checked this initially, and they've already responded to it. So they're doing a great job. And n- not one thing is, like, this also is supported on computers, too. So on OS ten, they've actually <sighs> mentioned that it's OS ten compatible. It is. There, which is great. Is. I love this because, you know, what I like, you know, I could have a big screen up and say yes. I need to annotate a PDF or something. I can just pull that out, start whipping it. Sketch it. Yeah, because for what what I have now is, you know, I have to pull out my Wacom, got to plug it in, make sure the drivers are installed and stuff. It's kind of a pain. I'd almost, I'd, yeah, I almost feel like I could use this just in the mouse ability, right? Like this would be more than my trackpad. I could pull up my laptop and just pull this out and I could play mouse with it and, and that would be fine. And then when I flip over to Photoshop or other things, it would just feel so, so much more natural. So they're up to $148 for that level where um, – where you, you still get the early bird discount, but it's not the early, early bird, super early bird. So I'm guessing it's back for you too. It's back for me. This is this is brilliant. All right. So kind of continuing our trend and my, my trend of, hey, let's add Bluetooth to everything. Our next yeah. project. Okay. It doesn't add Bluetooth, but it adds Wi-Fi. So, so it's close on there. Um, so have you ever had this happen, Drew? Um, so I, I, I live in the basement on there. So, and so a lot of people come to the front door. On there, but I'm usually, you know, in the basement, so I don't hear the front door a lot on there. So somebody's knocking, and you'll miss a package or something because mm-hmm. you're not there on there. So our next project, I don't tries- like people to come to my house, so it never happens. <laughs> this is why I don't visit Drew in real life because he'd be like, "Go away! No, I don't want you on my door. You get out of here, crack a wood." <laughs> on there. Um. So our next project is called the People, and they 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 market it as kind of the caller ID. Of your front door, so the people. What it is like is actually oh people. I yeah. see. What well, what it is is actually a device with a camera on it that you can actually stick into your existing peephole, or if you have one of those glass doors, the camera can work without it. You can just stick it on the glass on there, and the camera um, with the device hooks up to your Wi-Fi connection and actually sends the image over Wi-Fi to your phone. So you could be at home, you could be um, away from anywhere, your phone will ding when somebody knocks on the door. There's a motion sensor in there too, so if somebody knocks on the door, it'll ding say, hey, somebody's at your door, and you can actually see who's there, um, hmm. which which is great on there. Um, and then so this is where it kind of falls apart a little bit, is there's not a lot more detail than that <laughs> um, hmm. on, on how it works. But I do like it, and for those people who are wondering – um, because it, it's kind of like a solid hockey puck that goes over your yes, people. It's it pretty big. There's a little mount on it that you can just pull it off, and then if you need to look through the actual people, you can see through it. Um, from there, um, and it will log when who comes up. And I, I like this because they they actually got a picture of the um DHL guy bringing more sample peoples with their people, <laughs> 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 people <laughs> on that. Um. And so, like, I, I like this. So that way, you know, if, if there's a telemark, not a telemarketer, a door-to-door salesman trying to sell you something, you don't go open the door. I, I really like this idea, just because, like I said, I don't hear my front door, you know, people knocking on my front door. So if they don't use the doorbell, and sometimes I won't hear the doorbell either, um, on there. So that way, I can just pull out my phone, and say, okay, the, you know, is it a salesman or is somebody I need to go grab the door for? I can just go run up and get it. Um, and I, you know, mm. I like this idea. Um, they actually were at CES for the TechCrunch um, device competition on there. They oh, got right. second place, and they actually pitched this to Fifty Cent. Um, <laughs> I love this. So they they made a pretty you know Fifty Cent edition, Fifty Fifty Cent 
I got, I got to get my street cred right, where it's kind of like gold looking and premium looking. So there's a limited edition one that you you can do, and I think you can get custom engraving wow. on it too. So. Oh, wow, <laughs> wow, wow! <laughs> like you don't you don't be like fitty? No, no, wow, wow. On there, this looks this looks cool. I I I think for me, uh well, maybe it's just I have I have issues with fisheye ever since I saw the little prince when I was a bully. Like I can't handle fisheye lenses. Um, but at the same time, I I don't worry so much about my door. Like it's always locked, it's barred, and and I even though I have a, a people my kids can't reach it. It's just my wife and I. And so if we do get a knock on the door, it's like once every three weeks. It's like somebody found us. Hold on, let me check the people. Oh. I don't know. For me, it's an interesting idea. But you could just, get a tablet. So your kids could see who's at the door. See, I'd almost rather have like a drop <laughs> cam or something that's a little bit more personal. So it's just kind of like, uh, it's such a big hockey puck too. It's it's very large. On there, I I mean, I, I like this idea. Mm. I don't, I'm not sure I want to get it. I understand <laughs> they're there. trying to like stick this with like an actual peephole. Yeah. So that's why the camera is, you know, small enough to shoot through. the. I'd almost rather put something on a, on a window nearby or elsewhere. It should be like, oh, I can watch from here yeah and i can't remember if it's this one um or the it might be the free but i'm not sure if they're going to have a api that's going to integrate with more of the smart home stuff because we're, oh. getting, we're getting to a point right now where with all the smart home stuff everything has its own app you're right 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 <laughs> and that gets to be you know i'd want it to be all integrated into kind of some nice dashboard or something wouldn't that be that would be ideal and i i I don't i don't see i'm searching for apis on here and i don't see it specifically but that would be nice it's something like that with home security right so you have your nest to protect and some other things that could get triggered if somebody were you know if you needed to if you could hit a button on your phone and have it send off your alarm or something yeah what what i really wish they had on this was a little bit of more um information about the hardware and stuff because they i think they're still early in design so they don't know what the battery life is um, I have no idea what kind of Wi-Fi protocol it's using um, on there, but I do like the simplicity of it where you just need to unscrew. Um, That's true. And screw it into your people so it's not like you're using nails or something on there. It's just um, really simple and easy. There. So That's true. for That's this true. one, it would be a track for me. Um, Same. On there because I like the idea. I, I'm just, I don't, I don't know how much I would really use it <laughs> on there. It looks like they're doing the same year out. Thing. Like even though we've yeah. seen a lot of it, and this has actually popped up in my timeline on Facebook quite a bit. Check out this new people, people. So they they've probably been doing good advertising on that. Yeah, they've been pushing um, it, but they still have a twelve month. Like you know, we're doing this, 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 and twelve months we'll ship it to you. So it's still a year out. So um, for me, it's it's a track. I'll watch it. I'll see what it does. But I'm not. Uh, I'm. I don't think I'm interested in one for myself. <laughs> All right. So that was the people, and now. For our sack of the week on this. Okay, so um, there's so many good sacks. You, we actually did, had a good did, list this week. Oh, I had a I had an amazing list of stuff, and one of them actually was the Archie Comics guys. Oh, I know, which I you know I, I've met those guys. I've I've interviewed them. And I, they're nice guys. They I hope seem to be nice guys, but I don't think they did the research on how Kickstarter yeah. works. Yeah, it's it's mis- um, yeah agreed. Yeah, but this so, one. So this one on here. Um, I just clicked on it because the image, I was like, oh boy, this is like <laughs> MS Paint. Yes, kind of yes, here. it um, is. On there. So it is called the Diamond Gang. And Drew, after looking through this project, TM, Diamond Gang TM, yeah. it's trademarked. Do you have any idea what this project is about? 
no. <laughs> no, it has some risks and some challenges. So and what I figured it? after oh, looking through it, he wants to make a rap album. Oh. Um, but this is all he tells you about his project. I'm raising funds for this production of my debut album. I plan hmm. to pull it off by getting the material, creating, and distributing the product. I have put lots of work into this project, and there's still more work to do, but apparently work in putting what you're actually doing or a sample of your rap right, right. music or anything is way beyond you. Uh, wow. wow. I wish I could see this guy. And, I'd like to know. Yeah. No $1 pledge level. The only pledge level you can get is $25. Well, back it or no? On there. Um, cause, and I know people are saying, hey, Kitty, you can always not pick a tier. On there. Sure, sure, sure. It that, yeah, but it like mentally and and on a marketing standpoint, you put that one dollar pledge level yep. in there always, so people it's can go. Good design. If you look at this, you know, and you don't understand Kickstarter that well, you'll be like, "Well, I only can pledge twenty five bucks. I don't want to pledge twenty five bucks." Um, I know it's certainly missed. I can never do this without the support of you. Yeah. No, um, you're right. You're right. And then he says merchandising will be available. Um, Oh, so, you know. well, then let's put some stuff in here. But, I mean, do you, like, do you, I do, you, do you want that kind of art on a T-shirt somewhere? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I please get the do the do triangle G? <laughs> oh, wow, there, this um, is. Wait a minute, are those his legs down below, or is that something else? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh wow! I, I, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, so this is one. Of, I, I the reason I picked this one is because this is one of my biggest biggest pet peeves i see on um projects like this especially music projects and film projects if you don't have a sample of what you can do you you've just like dramatically decreased your chances of anybody backing you whatsoever just because you don't have the gear just because you don't you know have all this stuff does not stop you from you know trying to make at least you know a short 30 second clip or something so people have an idea what you're doing you know, 30 you know seconds I think of a song. I, I think I just found some of his songs. I think. If you go to the link that's in the page, like the actual like number one music.com link, are those his? They go to Montello. That's his name. There's there's a handful of songs yeah, in there. But it's not on the Kickstarter page. No, right. right. No, it's this, totally, this it, is, he has them, right? This, so they yeah, should be. Yeah, so this is like basically... Here's what, what I do. Yeah, this... Okay, so one of the things... Okay, we you and I have been on the internet for a long time. But one of one of the things that is kind of a basic website design thing is people tend not to click through through other links. So you oh, yeah. need to have it on your Kickstarter page. Yeah, somehow. put it right in front of me. I mean, Kickstarter even has tools on the back end where you can just link the music file and they'll have a built-in embedded player that you can hit play on. Um, so there, there's, there's no reason why you shouldn't do this um, for those, especially, like I said, film projects and music projects. Those are my biggest pet peeves when... I pull up a project and I have no idea what you're capable no of. I'm not gonna give you money if I can't even if you can't even make a quick clip. Yeah, um, yeah, and he's got he's got several, and it sounds like he's uh, using a lot of MIDI and a little bit of reverb. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he wants fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Maybe he could buy himself an actual instrument. <laughs> oh man, this is sad. You know, I I feel bad because sometimes we do these sacks of the mm-hmm. week, and I and I have to think. It may be. It's not from malice, but these right, are right. good examples on <laughs> what you should not people. do. They just may be special do. people, but it is good to to explore what we should not do. There were some others in your list there for that we pulled up for the sack of the week. There were some others that, like the uh, 
the lace gripper. You know, there was there was a quick project that everybody had apparently they've already had them marketed and put them in stores, mm-hmm. and so the Kickstarter is almost like and their get video rid of was our yeah, their video stuff. was just pretty much showing what they had. Yeah, and it was a vertical video, might I add, and it just was like silent, just like. In, in some sort of like storefront or store display, just like look at these, but totally silent. Yeah, that was bad. Um, and this I, this is just the weirdest combination of it's a uh, cell phone external battery, a grip exerciser, a ultrasonic um, pest repeller, insect repeller. Oh, oh. and um, I didn't flashlight, <laughs> flashlight in there, and a um, panic button so it emits. A panic SOS sound. Put all this <laughs> all wow, it, with a hand gripper and a battery too. Yeah, that's the, a little. The, the hand grip exerciser was the most strange out of all of them. Yes. Wow, that's really <laughs> strange, you guys. I I love you, but that's strange. Two thousand two thousand dollars worth of people. Fifty one people say it's a great idea today. It may actually happen. I'm I'm going to look at this and say that with 30 days left to go and they're only 20% there, this hand grip battery may... It may make it. It's may just such a bizarre combo that I'm like, what? Wow. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> These are fun. These are absolutely fun. The sacks, the sacks of the week. On the there, sacks so. of the week. Oh, and the other one that was really crazy was, you know, you know I love lucid dreaming and I think mm-hmm. it's wonderful, mm-hmm. but... They had a, a pretty well put together explainer of all the things that they're going to build, but for the reward tiers and like you know lucid dreaming, they're talking about a kit with a mask and a wrist tracker and an app and a book. But the only reward tier that they had was a thirty three dollar ebook. Yeah, I'm like, where do you get all the other stuff? The other Which stuff delivery, looks cool. Delivery is like eighteen months away. <laughs> it's like, okay, so you 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 do realize you got to put a little bit more skin in the game before you start asking people to kind of jump on board and help you create this. Yeah, I mean, in ebook publishing, you don't have to worry about some of the logistics too. Yeah, it's thirty three dollars. <laughs> give me give me a couple of choices here if I can get that ebook, and you might see some action. But there's still zero dollars. Anyway, some good sacks this week, folks. <laughs> so, and that's all our projects we have today. So, I want to thank everybody for watching um, on there. I hope you guys enjoy these projects. I, you know, I have a blast. Finding them. I have a blast hanging out with you, Drew. And it is fun. That, so, that's uh, why when I don't talk to you for long periods of time, I like go through withdrawals. <laughs> As you should. On, on there, and I'm like, ah, on there. And actually, one of the projects I was thinking, it's like a, uh, it detects your stress levels on there. And I can imagine you just wearing it when a student comes in and it's like, <laughs> Professor Tyler. Why didn't I, why did why did I only get a ninety eight on my project instead of a hundred? <laughs> Those are the ones that bug the most. Too, and just like, <laughs> I'll tell you why. I am the easiest grader in the world. That's why you got a ninety eight. You should have gotten a ninety. I'm sorry. Get out. Of here. Gosh, that would yeah. <laughs> so, on there, um, I I love it. Um, you know, little big cast, amazing show, and check it out tomorrow at four o'clock. We'll be live on Twitch TV slash Little Big Cast. And you will be there to make sure you hit the record button. I will be there this time, and I will make sure there's nothing that's going to get in the way this time. I, I, I just think it's hilarious, because I've done that before, but it was like episode two of my first podcast I did. Not episode 52? Yeah, not episode 52. Oh, man, yeah. It's going to be good. In fact, tomorrow, uh, I'm, I'm getting my PS4 camera soon, so like probably tomorrow, so... I'll be able to stream Twitch Ooh, myself. Fancy. Sometimes. It. I mean, it's summertime, right? So I got I got nothing to do. Yep. So make sure you guys check that out. 
Um, of course, if you have any projects you want us to talk about and stuff, I am actually developing a new way where you can actually submit and vote for projects that you would like to be on the show. Are you now? soon on there. Um, I'll tell you about this it, after the show. It must be summertime for you, too. Uh, this is exciting. No, it's not summertime. It's just me getting more ideas. Great. Uh, Load um, but, of course, you can always email us, kickcast at ktdata.net, um, or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast, or on Twitter, at kickcast for the show, or at night20, and that is where also he'll be tweeting when he starts live streaming for Drew, yep, and yep. at ktdata for me. Um, and, you know, so if you're still on Google+, Plus, no one's still on Google+, Plus, plus.kickcast.net. Um, and, of course, we always want you to watch live. Um so you can always watch that at live.kickcast.net. And our next show is going to be still in May, right? Yep. Two weeks from now, <laughs> um, it will be like the 16th or something like May that. May 26th. 26th. Yeah, May, May 26th is our next episode. Make sure you come and you will see things um, on the live stream that you won't get anywhere else. We have like this pre-show banter. <laughs> I told a great joke before the show today that you guys all missed. And then the post-show goodness. It's yeah. It's, it's amazing, and I, I pumped up my exercise ball, which that is was a treat. something you will never see on tape. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good night. Friends are kind of like laughing back and forth and hollering at each other, and it's a good, it's a good time. And then... They stop in the middle of the forest, and of course, you know, after a good run, they feel like they've got to relieve themselves. And so they both pull up on a log together, and they sit down, and they go ahead and squeeze is, is, off. Is that how wild animals do it? They, yeah, they, they sit on a, a log. <laughs> communal hang, logs. Hang over the edge, yep, hang over the edge. And they both squeeze off, squeeze off a deuce. And then, when they're getting all wrapped up, Bear looks over at Rabbit and goes, Yeah, Rabbit, Rabbit. Do you have any problem with crap sticking to your fur? Rabbit looks over at Bear and says, Why no, Bear? So Bear picks up the rabbit and wipes his bum with him. <laughs> and off they go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is great. I'm Folks, just, that's all I've got. I'm just sad I only got half of that story recorded. <laughs>